0: Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sermons, where we seek Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. In this episode, we're going to continue our discussion on eternal security with Richard Miller. Uh, we're going to skip over to the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 9. Yeah, there you go. I All love right. <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh, that's ASMR for the listeners. Um, so it <laughs> says here But you are not controlled by yourself in nature, you are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living them do not belong to him at all. Please mm. talk to me about that. Um, you know, someone so, who believes in eternal security finds great solace in that particular scripture.
1: I, I Okay. I don't see how. Okay. Because this is Romans chapter 8. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't this, I mean, this is a pretty heavy chapter, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. does the, the, doesn't it say stuff about um, not um, uh, joining yourself to a harlot and, and and things like that? Doesn't it talk about since you are the temple of God? Yeah. Know ye not that you are the temple of, of the living God? I mean, um, I, this is a warning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like, I don't think this is like, hey, you're okay. You're not in control when you do those evil things. That's not what it means. Yeah. That's, it says you are not controlled by yourself in nature, right? Yeah. That the whole I mean that's the thing God gives us a new nature, right? Mm, yeah. Now, yes, I don't does. think I don't think that means it's okay to do things that are unbecoming of someone who's following Jesus. Yeah. Like it's to me it's a warning. It's you are called to something higher now. Yeah. The standard for following God is higher than the standard for those that are not following him, which is not an excuse for us to be self-righteous and act like Christians are better than anybody else. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying that God expects his people to live according to his will and his word. I am holy. You will be holy. I mean, this verse
0: in particular feels like a riddle, um, where God is, like, we're presented with a cup. Is it half full or half empty, so to say? You know, is this eternal security, or is this more Arminian, um, you know, where you can lose salvation? Because in the first part of the scripture, it says, but you are not controlled by yourself in nature. Um, And then, of of course, I don't want to assume that I have confirmation bias, but... um, You know, when I read that part right there, you know, when I look at that, I just think to myself, okay, be careful not to uh, allow sin uh, to control me. Um, And then, but then if I speak to someone with eternal security, you know, the, the, the second part of the verse is what's sort of dominant where it talks about, and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. You know, so there's one, there's three sentences I see here. The first sentence where it says, but you're not controlled by yourself in the nature. I'm starting to think that, all right, yes, you know, I could lose my salvation. I better be careful. I need to heed this warning. I need to heed this warning, as you mentioned. All right. And then um, going on from there, uh, the next thing I think about is, the second scripture. And then in that second scripture, it says you are controlled by the spirit if you have the spirit of God living in you. So all of a sudden here, I start to see like a transition into perhaps some of the eternal security portion of, you know, I guess God's plan. And then of course, in uh, the the last part of the scripture, that's where it just talks about, hey, You know, if you uh, and remember that those who do not have the spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. It's almost like, you know, you're just like dusting off your sandals at that point. You know, God has said it. He did it. And it's been done. And if you're not on board, then boom, you're going to be either. Uh, you, you're either with him or not with him. And we're going to tap into God's omniscience to affirm the uh, the last portion of the scripture. So for me, when I look at Romans 8, verse 9, and um, I'm kind of on a soapbox here for a little bit, and I apologize to my listeners uh, who's used to me letting my guests uh, do a majority of the talking. And uh, I promise you, he will get to do a majority of the talking going forward. Um, but when I read this scripture, right now um you know I I read it one time and I could say yeah someone can lose their salvation but um there are other times where I'll look at it and I'm thinking all right you know what you know what there there there's guarantee as well too so um you know for me that's just the nature of the living word of God how it's so how it's so malleable in a way not necess- not to say that we can control it with our interpretations but how wide-reaching how how it can reach us where we are whether we're experiencing victory in god or perhaps experiencing unforgiveness um either of ourselves or towards others so those are just going to be my 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 two cents probably more like a dime uh, on this uh particular uh scripture which i thought was You know, I had to meditate on it for a little bit. Um, Moving down later into Romans chapter 8, we can take a look at verse number 30. It says, And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Now, the question once again is, can a Christian lose their salvation? It seems like the, the answer is, Yes, they can lose their salvation if they choose to walk away from uh, God or choose to relinquish or exercise their free will to relinquish salvation. Um, you know, once again, if I'm not doing a straw man, uh, how would you react to Romans eight verse thirty? And if, let me know if I if you'd like for me to read it again.
1: Uh, I you're good. I I just think I just think it's as um, again I don't. I guess I don't ever, and I, I, I'm not interpreting the whole once saved, always saved thing, just because I've found it to be, um, I can't, I can't, I can't get there as far as um, an understanding standpoint. Like mm-hmm. if, if free will is removed from it, yeah. if, if it's like, God says, okay, pray this prayer. Now I gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got gotcha, you and there's nothing you can ever do to get away from me. Yeah. I I I think that God is always pursuing us. Mm. Right? He's always he's always chasing. He's always giving us the opportunity to seek him and and he does give us exactly like I was reading again, having chosen them, he called them to come to him and having called them, he gave them right standing with himself and having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. Now if God is giving us right standing with himself, that's an incredible encouragement when I'm, when I'm doubting my, my standing with God, when I'm thinking of past sins that I've committed, or even if I just made a mistake just now, right? A scripture like this makes me understand, okay, it's going to be okay. I I don't have to worry or or feel like God's going to reject me or throw me away um, because he's already given me right standing with himself, but we, we cannot dismiss all of the warnings that god has for the sins in, that are in this world yeah if i'm putting anything before god it's it's going it, to it it's going to be bad for me in the long run you know mm-hmm. it, it, and if i care more about any issue than i do god it's i'm not putting things in their proper place is it more important to have my sexual desires um, uh, uh, t- uh, approved of or to do what God has called me to do? Is it more important to, to um, avoid pain or sorrow or inconvenience yeah. in some way?
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Or am I willing to endure those things if that's what it requires to do what God has called me to do? Yeah. Or to just follow him and his his ways.
0: Yeah, I mean those are difficult those are difficult commands from the Lord. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I mean I mean I can only tell you how long I've put off doing this podcasting mainly because I just thought mm, I've heard other podcasts and I'm just like I don't I don't think I'm going to sound like them. But, you know, I think I heard someone say this before. Um God doesn't need you to do miracles. He doesn't need you to feed the 5000. All he needs you to do is provide the fish and the loaves and he will take care Mm. of the rest. So uh, that's the faithfulness that I'm going, that I'm living in right now as I'm doing this podcast episode, because by no means am i an expert on eternal security, although I've gone down many rabbit holes in preparation for, um, uh, for Mm -hmm. this topic. Yeah. You know, um, you know, doing this podcast stuff has encouraged me tremendously to read the Bible much more, you know? (laughs) So I definitely thank God for that. So here's another scripture verse that I did read and that I'm including uh, in this uh, scripture round robin here. John chapter 14, verses 15 and 16. It says, if you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. Um, Yes, amen to that, definitely. But once again, with this scripture in mind, how can someone lose their salvation?
1: Well, this is talking about the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay. What happens if I uh, grieve the Holy Spirit? Like if you go back to that other scripture, it talked about. And do not bring sorrow
0: to God's Holy Spirit. Uh, Yes. I think we're referencing (laughs) for the listeners. We're referencing Ephesians chapter four, verse 30. And it says, and do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Please continue. Sorry for the interruption.
1: Not a problem at all. So if you snap back to the other one, it says, so this says, Ephesians 430 says, do not bring sorrow uh, to the Holy Spirit by the way that you live. right? Right. And then this scripture here in John, if you love me, obey my commandments. And I will ask the father. He will give you another advocate that advocates the Holy spirit Mm -hmm. who will never leave you. So if the Holy spirit's with me and I'm constantly bringing him sorrow by the way I live, does that just stay that way forever Mm. or does that lead somewhere? What like, is that, do I just, am I just constantly, constantly grieving the Holy spirit? Like, it's like a spouse I'm constantly cheating on. Yeah. And and she never leaves. Yeah. I mean that's that's not a healthy relationship. Yeah. By by any stretch. Right. I you d- know, so I and I don't think it just stays that way. I don't think you can you can just keep playing God and God's just going to be okay with it. I, I I don't think God's a punk. You know no, what I mean? Oh, <laughs> no, no
0: I, I definitely agree with you on that one for sure. Um, so the next uh, scripture, and this is going to be the second to the last one. Uh, it says 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. It says, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. So, um, yeah, yeah, please talk to us about this scripture and can someone lose their salvation?
1: So it says, well, that none should perish, right? Yeah. But we know that people are going to because the Bible says there will be those that perish. Yeah. So to me, I don't think this means... Yes, he does not want anyone to be destroyed, but no. wants everyone to repent. Of course, he does. Yeah, but it doesn't say he's going to force everyone to repent. Yeah, it it, it doesn't say that you're going to repent and then it's open season, sin all you like. Where sin abounds, where the Bible says where sin abounds, grace grace abounds. Right. Yeah, but that doesn't mean go ahead and sin. It's not saying. Grace abounds. So sin as much as you want. It's saying if you have messed up, if you have struggled and failed, if you have honestly sought the Lord and and felt that you are lacking, God's grace abounds all the more.
0: Yeah, amen to that. Um, you know, one other intermediate scripture, I'm just gonna throw this out from left, left field here a little bit, is uh Psalms 51, uh, verse 11. This one just came to me, um, where it talks about do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Now, this is in the mm-hmm. Old Testament, um, uh, you know, this is David, you know, like I believe it's David, all right, um uh basically speaking to the lord don't take your spirit away from me that that that, gosh i'm not gonna lie to you and uh, that sounds very damning (laughs) you're asking to you're asking god not to take your his spirit away from you um sounds like you could lose salvation It, it, it sounds like it's on the table or something like that from our perspective maybe not from god's perspective but from our perspective and from this scripture um, that we revere, it sounds like you could lose salvation in the Old Testament, or at least the fear of losing salvation was very much real. Your thoughts? Right.
1: And and what's he, what's, so he's afraid of losing that connection to the Lord. Yeah. Right. He's, I mean, there, there, we forget as, as, as a Christian, you, you forget your, your, uh your, your BC life you know what i mean you forget what life was like before christ you know you you forget what life was like and the weight and the the pain of it and yeah you can be a christian and still get burned out and still get stressed out but man i'll tell you what there is something in the back of my mind there is just some button that got switched or flipped a long time ago that just said i don't know how or why but somehow God's going to make it all work out, yeah. right? Like, it's just, there's a pressure that's that's just not there. And we forget that that's because of the spirit of the Lord. Yeah, How hard must it be to not have that?
0: This concludes another episode of Beyond Sermons, where we seek Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support, please visit beyondsermons.com to rate and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. God bless and be blessed to be a blessing.